What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? Hero Bread serves up 0 to 1 grams of net carbs, 5 to 11 grams of protein, and high fiber in every delicious serving. Made with natural ingredients, Hero Bread supports gut health, promotes weight management, and helps maintain blood sugar. Hero also drops other limited edition ultra-low net carb goodies like rich flaky croissants and buttery brioche slider rolls. Head to Hero.co to shop today. Hey everyone, welcome to episode 146, 146 of the All Dolphins podcast on this Friday, December 1st. We're turning the calendar as Omar is checking his look. You look good, Omar. No, no, I, no I need to get my hair done. It's it's, got, it's, it's growing. Go ahead. Okay. Uh, Friday, December 1st. That's a week's coming up, baby. I got to look good. Got to look clean. But there what weeks? There's something called Art Basel, which oh, happens I've, I've heard of it. I've heard of oh. it. Uh, you've heard of it, never been, huh? Uh, have I ever been there? I don't believe I have, actually. It's like a week of parties. I think you've been to one event. You probably went to – the Dolphins held an event once with, like – I forget what it It doesn't matter. You, you've probably been there. Uh, I went to a Winwood Walls event with the Dolphins. There you go. You've been yeah. to our Basel then. Okay. You're now officially cool. It's it's kind of lame now, just like Winwood is lame, but it's, it's a week of parties. Uh, I, I'll Anyway, let me continue. Go. Let's go. Okay, anyway, the Windward Walls completely kick ass, but uh, that's a different story. Oh, they used to kick ass. They don't kick ass anymore. Okay, we digress. Uh, 146 player. Before I name, I give out the player to be recognized, I'm going to give a shout out to Dion. You know who you are. Big props to you for keeping tabs on the players we have identified, recognized, shouted out up until this point. And Thanks to uh, thanks to Dion. I know with that I did that. this one. I would have remembered. I went with Don Besselu, a defensive back from the early '80s. That's 46. There are not a whole lot of 46s for this particular turn, go around. I'm going to go with a guy I know you like because you and I have had discussions about him, Neville Hewitt. Oh, Neville! I do like Neville. Hey. Um, I don't. I never understood why Neville doesn't get a fair shake in the NFL. He does. He's still in the league. Yeah, he's still in the league, but he's always he's like on year eight and always a minimum contract, always a last guy on the 53-man roster, ends up starting the season, ends up giving you 80-plus tackles, special teams demon, but yet he's always a year-to-year guy. How long has Neville Hewitt been in this league? And and he never gets the respect or props. He, you know, I'm not saying that he's a stud player, but bro, he's Neville Hewitt has been in the league. 2015. This is his ninth NFL season. Ninth NFL season. He yep. one year he had 134 tackles for the New York Jets, and then and then they didn't re-sign him. Uh, it's it's just no no respect for Neville Hugh ever. Correct. But he, he's one of those guys who's a good dude. I, I I believe he's from a military family, or he went to military school. One of those. He's a good dude. Um, he's not going to cause issues. One of those guys. Here's the thing. If we're going to be honest. He's not like a difference maker type of guy. Okay. That's fair. But he's a, but he's a guy who's going to have a long career again because he does the things right and he can help you in a lot of different ways. Okay. Was Raekwon McMillan a difference making type of guy? No. Okay. Was Neville Hewitt on the same plane as Raekwon McMillan? Well, I don't know because Raekwon always got hurt. 
So Neville Hewitt was better than Raekwon, is what you're saying. No. He's had a better career because Raekwon's career has never gotten started. That's a former, for those who don't know, former Dolphins, second-round pick who basically blew out his knee, first punt he ever covered in, as a rookie. And then it's been one injury after another. He's on IR with the Patriots right now. I believe they signed him a contract extension after putting him on IR. So, I mean, he's he's another one of those guys who's a good dude who – Teams like to have, but he's he's not an impact. Two down linebacker and Emmanuel Agba showed up and immediately Brian Flores was like, I don't need you anymore. Goodbye. And they traded him to the Raiders. Oh yeah. It was it was very clear. Landon Roberts showed up, instantly became a team leader. Oh, correct. You but you said Agba. I was gonna say that's kind of apples and oranges. Did I say Agba? You did. My bad. I meant I meant Landon Roberts. Right. Who, by the way, before we get we we don't worry, folks. We are going to get to the Dolphin news of the day, but we're we're chatting. I mean, it's all kind we're of strolling down memory lane, and some people yeah. actually like to stroll yes. down memory lane. Yes, and this is Dolphins related, and this is twenty twenty three stuff. Landon Roberts, did you know he leads the Pittsburgh Steelers in tackles? Not surprised. No, nope. but I'm sure everybody's going to say he sucks in Dolphins land, and that David Long is way better and way better in coverage, even though David Long doesn't do coverage here. Which is weird because that was that was the book on him coming out of Tennessee that he was great in coverage. And you're right, he's not on the field all that much. Hey, but he is tied for the team lead in tackles. And I would I would say if I'm putting together a top five list of why the Dolphins have the number seven defense in the NFL, David Long would be in my top five list. The emergence and 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 productive play of David Long. Are we talking about reasons or are we talking about players? Reasons. Well, okay, because if we're talking players, you fight me on this. Are you really gonna fight me on this? Where are my well, boss? It's 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 a reason. If you're gonna go, if you're gonna go like players, I think I didn't say players. I said reasons. Top five reasons why they are the number seven defense in the NFL. Jalen Ramsey clearly return to Jalen Ramsey sits at the number one position. I the emerging. I, I don't agree. Dude's played three games. I mean, no offense. Oh, to- three games, and they're a completely different defense in three oh, games. Like- Dude, they weren't coming on before Jim Ramsey got They were coming on, but Cater Kohu going into nickel and not having to play on the boundary, bro. Come on now. I still think they, they were good to, to me. Give to me, me. Okay, we're going to do this. We're, we're absolutely going to do this because I know the fans, they want it. Not even backing down. Top five reasons why the Dolphins are the number seven defense in the NFL right now. We're going to do this. No. Well, it, I mean, again, the, the, how, I don't know how specific you want you want for reasons. Again, number one reason, they have a lot of talent on defense. Okay. They had a lot of talent on defense at the beginning of the season, and they sucked. Yours they sucks. Sucked, but they sucked very early on until week four, until they got acclimated to the – number one, until they got acclimated to the new scheme, and then until they got some guys healthy, starting with Jalen Phillips. I think Jalen Phillips is – Return to health made a big difference. My number two reason would be the bookend pass rushing they've gotten. Okay. But they had that bookend pass rushing at the beginning of the season and they sucked. Because Phillips was injured. Okay. Phillips was injured now. And when Phillips was injured, Andrew Van Ginkle was giving you more pass rushing than Bradley Chubb. What now? That's true. You got me me on that one. I can do this all day. Jalen Phillips' return, his emergence, his shifting Kohu to his role, that to me is the number one reason that, they, that they're, they're playing. 
They're, they're, they're top seven defense. Number two, they're stingy against the run. Um, despite their disaster of a season opening performance, they I believe they've allowed two teams to rush for over a hundred yards. What? Actually, no, I, 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 yeah, I should retract that. That should be my number one. The fact that they're ridiculous against the run. Look, look at me schooling Poupard. Okay. You're not, you're not, you're not school, but you see, but you're still sticking with Jalen Ramsey at number one. And I refuse. The numbers are, the numbers with Jalen Ramsey are ridiculous. Like, like might be the number one that like, like might be number one in the NFL. I believe it, the last I checked and I didn't check the game where against the jets where they allowed how many yards to the jets? Tim Boyle. I didn't ask you for your excuse and reasoning. How Aiden, many yards? Aiden O'Connell. I, I, I did not ask you for your excuse and reasoning. Okay. I wanted the number of yards and everybody knows rain man knows the number. Give me the number rain man. Of the Jets game, I was like, what, a buck 69 or something? But it's okay, a buck 69. They were top five in the NFL with Jalen Ramsey, just statistically. And then averaging a buck 65, they might now be top three. What three games were Jalen Ramsey? Four now, four. Oh, sorry, four. You're right, you're right, you're right. right. Look at this. Time number two, I've corrected Pupar. He is off his game today. It's Friday, damn it. (laughs) Listen, Ramsey, the run defense. Then I I know there's something else in there. Uh, I'll give you the pass rushing. Then there's David Long. His emergence, because let's be real, Big Fangio thought he sucked at the beginning of the year. And and then then it it clicked for him, and he, he started to come on. And when, yes, he's not an every down player, but the fact that he's come on and has helped them, especially suffocating the run, that's tremendously important. And then opportunistic turnovers. They weren't getting them in the beginning of the season. Now they're finally getting them. This is where I could be a smart ass. And I would say, as opposed to inopportunistic turnovers, sorry, just take your L. I'm not going to take my L because here's the other thing too is, and I like David Long, but, have you, have you really noticed him the last few weeks? He, he had a period of time when he was playing really, really well. I mean, I'm not saying he's playing poorly. I'm just saying that I haven't noticed. I mean, if you look at his. You also haven't noticed the team put up over 200 yards on them. Like Again, it goes way. I think actually I, I wouldn't make the argument Baker has played better than David Long the last month. Okay. I'm not going to fight you on that. But uh, the, the, the Baker also plays more downs. And guess who leads the team who is tied for the team lead in tackles? It's Javon Holland and David Long. According to the official NFL stats that I just looked at, Javon Holland has one more tackle. Really? So there. I, I hate the NFL's official stats. I, I don't, there's, there's always something off about them. Anyway. No, and it's also very interesting that they, they don't have. Oh, they must have changed the stats. stats. They must have made a correction. Yeah, and and it's weird with tackles too. Um, anyway, I'm not gonna. No, I, I don't want to fight you on this. He's been. He's been. Let's take the L. I'm not gonna take the L, and I and I I completely refuse to say that the Dolphin defense is 70 NFL because Jalen Jalen Ramsey as the number one reason. I think that's putting more too much importance on the guy. Oh, I'm about. You're gonna do this. I'm about to get a different finger. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah, by the way, for those who like. Somebody commented that we don't like each other, so that was a joke. I'm kidding. Okay, who commented that we don't like each other? Uh, we've done 146 podcasts. Are you serious? 
yeah, there's sometimes we don't like each other, but generally we like each other. We wouldn't be doing this podcast if we didn't like each other. Like we've been we've been friends and talking crap for over a decade. How do we not like each other? Like no, and if you want a podcast where all we're going, that's a good point, Omar. Absolutely. Yes. yes that's and, a good point, Bart. It's phenomenal. Yeah. That yeah. makes great podcasting. Yeah. And that, that's so me and that's so Omar. <laughs> Not. Okay. <laughs> shall we move on? Yes, we shall. Um, you want you want to run down these injuries? Yeah. Well, I mean, there's, there's no news. Questionable, questionable, questionable. There's no news. What do you, what oh, do you mean? All right. No, no. There, actually, I'm going to lead with not questionable because <laughs> – no yeah. news. Like this is the biggest news fantasy football fans have been waiting for all for about the last no, month. I, I, just, I just hate the questionable. It's like, yeah. Um, Devon A. Chan definitely playing. Robert Hunt definitely playing. No game status designation for either player. Uh, five players listed as questionable. Four of them on the offensive line: Teron Armstead, Kendall Lamb, Robert Jones, Lester Cop, and the fifth is Javon Holland with his knees, though. Everybody practiced on Friday. Omar? Yes, everybody practiced on Friday. Um, the most important thing is um, Robert Hunt was not listed as questionable, so he's going to be playing. Um, the question is whether he's going to be starting. Mike McDaniel would not acknowledge that, would not confirm that. I think maybe a lot of that has to what, – what? <laughs> Sorry. I don't like you. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, no. Here's the thing. Mike McDaniel would not acknowledge that before practice. Okay. Me, well, me thinks. He, he acknowledged Devon Achan was playing before practice. I think he was like, he was one of those. I'm, I'm going to throw you guys a bone since everything I say is usually I'm going to see. To me, if there was any sort of doubt about Robert Hunt starting, he would have been listed as questionable. I think the fact that he doesn't even have a game status designation. I am going to go out on a limb and tell you Robert Hunt starting a right guard against Washington. And I am actually going to say that I think that there's a possibility that you might be wrong. And here's my reasoning why. What are you shaking your head for? Here's my reasoning why. Liam Eikenberg has actually played well at right guard. Write it down. Liam Eikenberg actually might have a home at right guard. Like, Write it down, and you already have a right guard though. He's got a home as a he's got a current. He's also, he's also an unrestricted free agent. Oh, I understand that, but you don't actually think they're sitting Robert Hunt to to keep Liam in the. No, I think they're sitting Robert Hunt to get him healthy for elimination games. How many times have you heard that? The, that term, I. Uh, uh, yeah, yeah, you roll, you roll your eyes every time. Every time he says this ain't the NCAA tournament. Hey, to him it's the NCAA tournament. And the funny thing is, when we sit here and we ask him and we peppered him these questions and we peppered the team these questions, what have you learned from the eight and three start? What have you learned from the eight and three start last year? What have you? What will be different this year? You know what's different? He ain't playing injured players. That's what's different. And he is committed to making sure the people that he needs when. It's elimination games, which begin on week 16 against the Dallas Cowboys, week 17 against the Baltimore Ravens, and week 18 against the Buffalo Bills, when they will be playing for playoff seeding and to ensure that they have as many home games as they possibly can because they know they are a completely different team at home than they are on the road. Um, that's when everybody will be playing. 
And that's why I also will say, even though Teron says, I'm playing, I think he falls into the Xavier Howard category of things where Mike McDaniel says, not so fast, my friend. Channeling Lee Corso, I like it. Here's here's the thing, and you know, you know, I love the I, I love the the the, the narrative, and and I know it's part of the media game that we play of like, what did you learn that we weren't good enough last year to win games? I mean, I mean, it, there's a suggestion of like there was something they didn't know last year about winning games in December. You know, no, what your, you know what your problem is. You, oh, you know what one? your problem is. I have a lot of problems. Which a, one? A, 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 You've been doing this for 30 plus years and you've probably heard that answer 20 times and it all just sounds the same to you. And every time somebody gives you one of those little football cliche answers or it's a football cliche, what are you going to do differently than you did last year when you're eight and three, you just immediately just tune out. It's just like, because because it's and, and again, like I said, I understand the game that's played. For example, asking Tua, what are you going to do to cut down turnovers? Don't throw interceptions. I mean, do we do we actually think that there's something very specific that it's like? Make sure uh, my footwork is proper. Make sure make sure that I throw the, make sure that I throw the ball away instead of checking that instead of instead sometimes and trying to and kind of force it. And that would be an answer that I would be a lot more comfortable with. And then he said that answer. No, I didn't. Yes, he did. Okay, yes, I'll give you another. Did. I'll give you another example. I don't believe so, but I'll give you another example, and I'll go check on that one. Um, this time number three, I'm corrected too far today. No, I'm not giving you that one. What, <laughs> Mike, Mike? Mike, what are you going to do to to like to help the team get off to faster start? Oh, I mean that's like call better plays. That's what Mike like our teams showing up, showing up, and like okay, we don't feel like playing or like so we're actually going to care in the first. I mean. That that's the I, I hear where you're coming from, but that's not the same thing. And even and I probably asked Joe Philbin or Tony Sperano one of those questions about what are you going to do to get the team off to a better start. I mean, you need something. It's the same thing as me, you know, backing Mike McDaniel into a corner about his third and one, third and two, fourth and one, fourth and two struggles. Correct. It's like, you know, you need you need something. And he actually said. You know what? I gotta lean on the run game a little bit more. I gotta trust them. I gotta build a run game that can get those. Get can get those. We right. gotta continue to work on it. No, and, and that's, that's, but, that's, that's question. but that's better than what did you learn last year from December? I mean, it wasn't there wasn't anything like structurally wrong. They did. They just they just they just no no. I completely disagree with oh, you. Sure, my frere. Go ahead. I remember the the biggest thing that I learned. Yes, I did not cover the team last year. You did. Mm -hmm. I paid attention from the periphery. But when they were in that five-game winning streak, there was never any panic. There was never any wavering. And in fact, when I came back, one of the biggest things that ever stand out to me from a Mike McDaniel press conference is he said, I am ultra thankful for that five-game losing streak because it helped me learn a lot and it helped me put things in perspective. And I believe that part of that perspective is how he's, he's handled and he's approached these injuries. We're not going to play Xavier Howard on two bad drawings just because we need him to make it through the game and then have him at 70% for the rest of the, for all of the season. I'm going to shut him down for three weeks 
and hope he gets right. I'm going to do the same thing for Connor Williams. Robert Hunt, well, you could play on this hamstring injury, but you know what? I'd rather you not. Uh, you know, and this has been case after case after case after case to the point where now, even though Teron says I'm playing and the coaching staff says we have full confidence to Teron if he says he's ready to go. And Teron, trust me, talking to him today, he feels like he got a lot to prove. He's very sorry and apologetic for the way he played last week. And he wants an opportunity to redeem himself. And I, I can commend that because the player that I saw in that film, that was not Teron Armstead. I don't know who that was. Okay. Your point, however, suggests that part of the reason, big or small, that they lost five in a row last year was because of injuries and guys playing at less than 100%. That's kind of what you're going at. You're going with this. I think it was a factor. And to me, a bigger look, factor. Look at, look at that offensive line last year at that five-game stretch. That thing was hot doo-doo. They weren't – well, they didn't have Armstead for, for the game – the Bridgewater game against New England, um, the four games that to a loss, I don't recall him. There was one game against San Francisco. He had some pressure. Uh, and I think the issue was, again, there was a major step up in in competition, if you recall, last year. Because once they were eight and three, December started with that three-game road stretch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And, and you, yeah, yeah, yeah. And you smacked one of those teams. And, yeah, you're probably not ready to play with the 49ers. But, I mean – those and the and the and the Chargers completely choked them out defensively. And then the game against Buffalo was one where they had a shot, they had the ball late, had the punt, and then Josh Allen converted third down after third down after third down, and they got the DPI to win the game. They weren't good enough last year. I don't think there was lessons to be learned. They weren't good enough. They're a better team this year. Will they get it done? Uh, well, in the next three games, and they also don't have the same schedule that they had last year when they start December with Washington, Tennessee, and the Jets, as opposed to Chargers, who were good last year, San Francisco, and Buffalo. And that's going to make a big difference. And logically, they'll be 11-3. and three. Yes, you're looking at something. Yeah, I am. Okay. Um, so, no, I, I – yeah, I don't know. Um I'm I'm not sure I buy this idea of like yeah what did you learn, um, and then that that's Tua was asked this what did he learn about December games last year and what did he say how to and learn how to fall learn how to fall better, mm -hmm. uh, and here's the other thing too is I know Marcel asked about Tua's durability this year and I know some people were all pissed off about it you're you're jinxing him you're jinxing him, and as Marcel said we don't have that kind of power and it wasn't because I brought up. No injuries on the defensive side of the ball last week that Jalen Phillips tore his Achilles. Again, I kind of wish I had that power because then I could make wishes in different directions, but I don't. We just present the facts, and sometimes those things change. I think what is gone way too unsaid as far as reasons for why Tua has been able to be in the lineup every single solitary game Look at the number of times he's given himself up on a play this season, which is something he did not do last year. I've seen him a couple of times. I want to say five or six. He's literally scrambling. He's got a he's got a defender coming up, and he and he has slid in in front of him, which is not something I remember him doing last year because he would slide last year after a scramble. This time he'll roll out in the pocket. He'll be out in the open and he'll slide in front of the guy instead of starting to run or whatever. That's made a huge difference. He's also thrown a couple of balls away. 
which I don't recall him doing very much, if at all, last year. So props to him for realizing it's okay to give up on a play or props to Daryl Bevel and Mike McDaniel or and or Frank Smith for drilling into his head. It's okay to give up on a play if there's nothing there. Don't put yourself in harm's way for no reason. Your turn now, man. I've talked long enough. I don't like these long, these long rambling speeches. I apologize to That's you. That's all good. Um, listen, there. What were we talking about? We was talking about right now. I've just finished talking about Tua and his ability to stay healthy, and Marcel's point. And what? Oh, I, I, there is no such thing as a jinx. Um, Jiu-jitsu works. Um, you see it to operate it on most of his hits and rolls. His head rarely ever hits the turf and canvas. Um, Tua holds on. You know, we talked to Tua and about his, you know, I asked him a question about, you know, okay, what happens when you have to be out there with the Keon Smiths and the Liam Eikenbergs, who's played quite well recently, and it's a compromised line, and he basically said, when I realize that there are areas of vulnerability, I need to speed up my clock and I need to operate faster and I need to look for my checkdowns more. And my argument, and I'm glad he said that because my argument to why we've seen this offense take go from gear four to gear three is a byproduct of the offensive lines play and performance. And nobody can sit here and nobody's, nobody's been backing me up and saying, Omar, you got a good valid point there. And, and, you know, they won't because they got want to keep these guys confidence. But I'm sorry, Lester Cotton is not Isaiah Wynn, who, by the way, Mike McDaniel didn't close the door um, on on Isaiah Wynn coming back. But he basically said, I saw him the other day and I hadn't even thought about him. So, it's yeah. like, what does that say to you? Um, uh, he, and and they're not talking about him coming back because they don't want to him to suffer a setback. But in reality... Um, it, it's the offensive line. And I know we've said this and I've said this and we fought about it and you're tired of talking about the offensive line, but you're, you're, you're doing a podcast with me and you know, I'm obsessed with the offensive line. Well, I have to put up with it basically. Technically when your Kool-Aid is watered down and there's no sugar in the Kool-Aid and it's just red water. Does it taste good? That sucks. Yeah, I mean, it sucks. And the Dolphins at the beginning of the season, the Kool-Aid, they had some sugar, and they put a little bit of some, some natural fruit juice in there, put a little pineapple juice in there, put a little Sprite in there, gave it a little kick, and, and tasted pretty good. Right now, you're just Kool-Aid packets, maybe one spoon of sugar. It's just got to get better. No, no, you're not buying it. How many yards they get against the Jets? You're not going to do that to me. How many yards they get against the Raiders? Is it the, off, the offensive line is not why they, they turned the ball over six times the past two games? Sorry. Maybe the maybe the pressure is rushing him. Maybe the protection. Did you watch the two picks against the Jets? Please tell me where the pressure is. Okay. All right. Fine. I'll I'll allow it. I'll allow it. Not not buying it. And the here's the other point that needs to be made. 
while the town level is not quite the same when you don't have the frontline guys in there, the offensive de is designed to make life as easy as possible for the offensive line. Awful lot of wide receiver screens, awful lot of jet sweeps, awful lot of shovel passes. Are you getting the same runs with this offensive line? No. Nope. I mean, the last time you've seen a linebacker, you've seen an offensive lineman 20 yards downfield. This, this is also a byproduct, again, of this is what I tried to tell you that part of what they were doing statistically, and you, to you I know you wrote about a historic rushing attack. Mm -hmm. a whole lot, a whole, well, statistically, if you look at the season numbers, yes. But in the, over the past what five weeks, supposed to do? over the past five weeks, they're average. Okay. All right. Historic numbers. What we're not we're not counting historically over the past five weeks. We're counting historically over the season with six games to go. They have the seventh highest, seventh best rushing attack yards per average in NFL history. You can't take that away from them. And and when they get Devon Achan back, if he's healthy and back to producing big runs and big plays. And maybe when Raheem Mostert gets healthy, because he's not right now, even though he's not a, a given a, a injury status, they will be churning yards again, hopefully, if the offensive line is what they need to be. Take that. Okay. And you've have, you have also said before that that you're extraordinarily confident, if not, if not stamping it as a fact that two is going to ball out in December as well. So basically, should we expect 40, 50 points every game for the offense in December? No, I don't know if I said that I'm absolutely confident Tua's going to ball out. I wrote a column in alldolphins.com that says Tua needs to raise his level of play in December to silence people like you who want to throw his December numbers in his face to say, you're not elite. And whoa, 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 well whoa. in December. Okay, timeout. Whoa, whoa, timeout, timeout. First of all, do you disagree? The last point that you just made, by the way, spoiler tease, a teaser here. I wrote a story about Tua and it's a column, not a story. It's an analysis piece because there's no opinion in there. It's basically just facts. Um, it's just facts that your numbers suck in December, Tua. Any was any lie told. Not one. Thank you. Okay. Do you not believe that elite quarterbacks should shine in December? Absolutely. Okay. Thank you. Uh, and now I lost my the initial point I was going to make. And Tua has not shined in the December, which means he's not an elite quarterback by Alan Poupard's standards and reasoning. Not yet. Not and yet. You, and you just said, and, and by your standards and definition, he's not either because you just said you have to ball out in December to be elite. Correct. Career and, and you're very, very big on the career passer rating, and his career passer rating in December and January is like 81.8. Correct. And you're also very, very, very big barf on the one loss record for quarterbacks, correct? Correct. And his one loss record in December and January is seven and seven as a starter. Is that elite? No. Okay, thank you. Uh, and the other though, the overriding point on this, it was no, it was not written as a Take that in your face, Tua and his, Tua and his fans. Again, it was an are, attack on Tua Nine. I'm I'm presenting facts. Interpret them as you want. I mean, they're they're there. At some point, the issue of contract extension 
and big contract. Oh, we going to bring up money now? We gonna, that what we do? We going to bring up money now? The one, and it's, you're the one. You brought it up long before I did, my friend. Did you not? I plead the fifth. Well, Omar, Omar is speechless. I accomplished it. And they said it couldn't be done. I plead the fifth. Yes, elite quarterbacks, they play well in December. They play well when games, and and he said it. He said it. He knows it. He knows he's got to play better. Okay. And and by the way. He's got to be clutch. Okay. And he wasn't. He didn't play well in December last year. Okay. He played well against Buffalo. When he barely played. He played four games. He started four games. What do you want? What do you mean? He played in December. Four games. In December, he started four games. Yes, four full games. Damn! When does the season end? January. Yes. Is he... January what? The twelfth. He played against uh, San Francisco Chargers, Buffalo, and Green Bay. Okay. I'm not making. I'm not making stuff up, and I'm not saying that he can't get it done. I'm just saying that has not happened yet. And before the Dolphins are going to throw. San Francisco was in, 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 in November, sir. Try again. I'm looking at it right now. San Francisco was 1128. Yeah, I don't think so, but try again. Oh, today's 2022. San Francisco Francisco was played on 1128. Score was 3317. Uh, We sure about that? I'm looking at it right now. I'm, I'm losing my mind. Then I mean, it, it's they had three games in December. You're 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 accurate, and he took three losses. Three losses. December fourth to San Francisco. Try again, because I've only written I've only written it, researched it eighteen times. I, I you had me thinking I was going crazy here. That that means they have this wrong in the media guys. Because I wow. would. That's not uh, good. Anyway, let me. Well, let me. Pro football reference: December December fourth. They mm. played. They played in Houston on November 27th. Okay. So. No. Whoa. Wow. They got all the dates wrong, man. Anyway, let's go. That's not good. Okay. Well, so the bottom line is, unlike you who have made predictions of greatness, I have not said any prediction one way or the other. What I have said is that it's not been done yet. It needs to be done before the Dolphins. From where I sit. Before. Sorry? Before the Dolphins break him off. Well, before the Dolphins throw big money at him. That's, that's, what, that's, what, that's what breaking him off, breaking okay. him off means. Okay, sorry. Again, the I'm Dolphins not... Cut the big fat check. Uh, yes, and, and it could be a very, very big fat check. And uh, if I'm the one, I'd be hesitant to give away that big fat check if I if I haven't seen any December results. Anyway, I'm not going to comment on that. I'm just going to ignore it like you didn't say it. Um Let's address. Gosh, you know I'm right. I'm sorry. Go ahead. I'm gonna ignore him again. Um, let's address. This is killing you, isn't it? <laughs> no, it's not killing me okay. because he he is going to be the quarterback that he is destined to be. I don't know if it's gonna be this year. Could be next year. It's his fourth year. It would be nice if it happened at some point. Jesus. All right. We'll see. Okay. Let's... Perfect would, answer. We'll see. Okay. What's the next topic, Omar? Javon Holland, playing or not playing? No. Why? Again, in the interest of you, you only practice limited one day out of three days of the week. 
um, erring on the side of caution. To save him for elimination games. <laughs> um, Robert Hunt, we know you say plan. I say I still say plan. Teron Armstead, plan or not plan? That one's a tough call. That one's a tough one. I am going to lean toward he plays. Um, would you re- be more confident with an injured Teron Armstead or an injured Kendall Lamb? With the back issues, that's the thing, yeah. Uh, and and I think that's part of the, my reasoning for Armstead playing because I don't think Lamb's playing. And no offense, with all due respect, I'm not sure what my level my level confidence my confidence level is in Keon Smith. Okay, Chris Brooks has got a looks like he's going to come back onto the 53 man roster because of his special teams roles. Who's getting whacked? You know exactly who's getting whacked. They I have seven, know exactly. Oh, they, yeah. have seven, they have seven wide receivers. That's a, so you don't need to carry seven wide receivers, uh, especially since Tyreek's playing. Waddle's fine. Craycraft is fine. Cedric Wilson is fine. Chase Claypool does not get did not get a game status designation, and Brick Braxton Barrios is over his injury. That leaves out. Might be chosen. I'm going to go a different direction, and I think Eli Apple gets whacked. That's and that's absolutely would make sense as well because he was inactive last time, I believe. So yeah, and they got cornerback depth right now. But but Robbie Chosen can easily be waived. But then you got to subject yourself through that whole. Well, actually, anybody can claim him now and put him. Well, actually, no, you got to subject yourself through somebody claiming him again. And do you want to keep chance in that? Because one day somebody gonna claim him. Uh, maybe, no. Oh, damn! It's like that. Yeah, it's like that. And and if Casey would would then claim him last time when they were having all their their wide receiver issues, they actually had a good game from their wide receivers last time out. Mm-hmm. Maybe Las Vegas. So, um, it'll be interesting to see what happens. Um, we actually will be back tomorrow. Um, you have a time, Omar. I have a twelve thirty guitar lesson. Oh, then definitely. Let's let's do it. Uh, you want to do eleven? Works for me. Ten thirty, eleven. What what time do you want to roll? You tell me, I'll be up either one. So you tell me. Okay. You're the boss. You're the boss. You tell me what what to do. Yeah, sure. You tell I'm, me what to do and what to think. Uh, okay. No, I, I. You need to think to gets a fifty million a year contract. That's what you need to think. Twenty million dollars guaranteed. Think that. Think that. Your balls out. Absolutely. Think that, buddy. There you go. Um, yeah, let's do, let's do 11 o'clock, um, for 11 o'clock. We've got a bunch of first and tens up on the site. I've tweeted out a number of them. Teron Armstead, Mike White, uh, damn, uh, Jeff Wilson. We are killing it on first and tens and hopefully you guys will continue to support it. As you know, alldolphins.com you can find all your information for free requires no subscription we've got mm, at least six stories up per day six count them how many of your outlets can give you six stories per day i don't think they can for free for free and we will see you tomorrow for the live pre-game game prep for commanders and dolphins right here on youtube see you tomorrow What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? 
These ultra-low net carb baked goods contain zero sugar, fewer calories, and more protein than the leading brands, and are high in fiber to support gut health. Shop now at Hero.co.